yeah. oh we didn't really mean that sky daddy didn't mean it you know like we did you know like um he actually he said it's fine yeah he was just kidding he was just testing whatever it's fine this is your host jake um right up top i am remembering this time um also because i have a helpful guest that is uh reminding me right before we record um we i have an email that's you can reach me at not so peter priesthood at gmail.com you can send your letters your stories your hate mail uh your love letters you know all the above also, uh, you can rate and review and subscribe to my podcast at all venues, I think. Um, I know that for sure I'm on, apparently I'm Google, on Google Podcasts. I didn't know that. But apparently, um, also on Spotify and Apple. Uh, but if you rate and review and give me a, a little happy five stars, that'd be great, you know. <laughs> but also, I, you know, you know, I live on the hate, so if I get a one star, it's fine. At least I got a star, so fuck you. Anyway, um, my guest today is our lovely Dusty again. Um, she, yeah, so we'll, we'll get into the, the, the shit for a minute here, but um, hello, Dusty. How are you? I'm, well, I've been better. Right, I know. I probably should have been like, should have framed that a little better. But like, how's... <laughs> How are nope, can't go there either. Um nope, weather today. Let's see. How's the weather? How's the weather up there in the north? It's actually it's not too bad today. It's really windy, which usually means that it's warm. Oh god, I hate the wind though. I mean, we've talked about this before, but the wind makes me angry. Like I just get so livid yeah, with wind. Like when it's just windy for no reason, you're just like, what the fuck? Like why why is this happening? And then, like when it, especially when you're like walking into it, and it takes your breath away, and you're just like, yeah. yeah. Oh, anyway, <laughs> um, so we're here today because Dusty got a a lovely letter in the mail, um, and I can let you explain. I don't know if you have the letter with you, but I do. Um, of course you. Do. So um, my fingers to touch it. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Um, so I don't know if you want to, you can dive right in and let us know what's going on. Yeah. Um, so as I don't know, I haven't really made it like a public knowledge, but I was resigning from the church like officially. Right. And so I sent in all my paperwork as I was supposed to do and um, was, oh, sorry, my watch is going off. Um, was waiting for like my confirmation letter and I got a letter yesterday and it is not. <laughs> It is an acknowledgement that they have received Uh the request, um, basically saying that this is now being passed to, this matter must be handled by local priesthood leaders before being processed by church employees. So basically they're saying like go talk to your local leaders and um, but they're not even saying you go to them. They're saying that they are going to reach out to you. Yeah. Because yeah, they they will be let's see what it says. Yeah. We will have so and so contact you concerning the fulfillment of your request. So mm-hmm. and this is dated September 22nd. So it's been almost a month. Oh shit. Yeah, mail's really, it's really, our mail's really slow right now. Like, well, it's also coming from 
Utah and then yeah. going through, yeah, so yeah. that makes well, sense. Well, even but... that, like, I could send something to my aunt in Missouri, and it would get there before I could send something to my grandmother who lives three hours away from me. It's, oh, shit. Our mail sucks. I mean, no offense to, like, our mail system. It's just it's <laughs> way overloaded, so. Yeah. And, like, now with Christmas coming up, sorry. Sorry, everybody, I know. It's coming, though. Christmas is coming. Sorry. Yeah. Hate to break it to you, but it's happening. Whether you like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. So <laughs> the rage. Like, so I, um, we can back up just a little bit. Like, cause you were just on Not So Molly Mormon and you explained at the very end kind of like how this, like it was the Jeffrey R. Holland talk that, I had uh, reached out to you and said, hey, have you heard this talk? And you were, so you watched it and I guess you can explain that, but like, um, here I am telling you your own story, but I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you can, we can back up to that. And like, what led you to actually uh, send in your resignation? Like, Yeah, so I, like a lot of things with the church, I've just never, I get it from my dad where I'm just like, eh, I don't really know the answer. It's not really affecting me. I'm not going to worry about it. And that's how I've kind of just dealt with it over the last like 15 years. Um, so yeah, so I was still technically a member, obviously, because I've never removed my records, but never worried about it because I didn't even know they knew where I was. <laughs> the only way I happened to be friends with a woman who was in Relief Society, and I guess she notified my new ward that I'd left that ward. I don't know. I don't even know. I don't think she was trying to do it, like, to be, like, an awful person. I think she was just like, oh, she's not here anymore. She moved to this part of town or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I never really worried about it. Um, I Once in a while, will, like, get an email about, like, a ward function or whatever, what the lesson's going to be on. Um, but it hasn't really affected me. And then mm-hmm. one day I I was just, you know, doing the mom thing. And you texted <laughs> me and uh-huh. asked me if I had seen Holland's talk. And I was like, I haven't. What is going on? And you sent me, like, the link to it. And, oh, just the, just like I told the girls, I was like, the feeling of, like, a cement block inside of my stomach. I felt like I couldn't even take a full breath. I was so so disgusted and so offended and so hurt I couldn't even get through the whole talk like I yeah you know I yeah I just I was reading this and I was seeing that you know them talking about oh our millions of members or the church stands for this they're using my name as Mm -hmm. being part of that group and that's not okay with me, you know? So that was a big part of it. And then the other part of it is, um, like, so I don't necessarily like, believe in the temples anymore or all of that silliness. But I requested to have my ceiling canceled years ago um, when my ex was getting remarried. I actually had to be sent a letter. Like, they had to inform me of that, right? Because I'm still sealed to him yeah so when I got that um I wrote a letter back I spoke to his bishop on the phone and then I wrote a letter back to him and to the first presidency stating that due to the situation I 
did not give my consent for him to have a second wife sealed to him unless my sealing could be canceled. Mm-hmm. And that obviously made no impact. He was sealed in the temple to his second wife. They got married in the temple. And so they, they just disregarded that and just said, yeah. oh, well, your opinion, basically they're saying like, your opinion doesn't matter. Like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, so, I mean, so I put it up. out of my mind for a long time because again, like it didn't, you know, we were civilly divorced. I was able to get remarried. That wasn't a big deal, but I'm like, we just, we just bought a new house and I was standing in our home and I was looking at our wedding photo and I was just like, I don't, I don't believe in the temple. Like I, when I die, I know that he's not going to call me by my new name at the resurrection and we're not going to be together. I know that's not the case, but knowing that he gets to lay his head down at night, knowing that he still has that over me, mm-hmm. it just like, it just erupted. I just, I was just, I just can't, I can't, it's just another form of abuse that he gets to have over me. And I, I love myself too much to let this continue anymore. And I love, you know, you, and I love, I have a friend, a dear, dear friend who's, you know, trans. And I just, there's so many members of the queer community that is being hurt by this corrupt organization. And technically I'm part of it. Like how disgusting am I? I just, I had to, I have to get out. I have to get out. Man, you got me crying here already, Dusty. Um, I, no, it's fine. I um, no, and I I think that's really what like led me to like finally resign. Also, kind of, I had no reason really to resign. Like I, nobody was bothering me. I didn't have. I don't have. Like it wasn't. I wasn't getting sent mess like messages yeah. from people like. Nobody, like, because I left, you know, with the military, like, nobody could really find me. And so, and also, like, I did talk about, like, the senior missionaries that were on base somehow found me. I don't know. And then, um, but then that was, like, legit the last I ever heard from, like, anybody about the church. And then, um, like, but for some reason, there's, like, there was this, like, being tied to like I would hear all these things about like what the church was doing and I would hear about like um I when I heard about the I think what really did it got me thinking about resigning was when I heard about the um is the November thing that were, was it November I don't anyway like when they had talked about like children of LGBTQ members that had to uh they couldn't get baptized at the eight they had to if they they had to wait until they were 18 and at that point they would um have to like basically denounce their parents marriage or their relationship and anything to do with them and so it's basically that's abuse also and i just like i was enraged by that and then i um and i'm sitting here like i told my my gay cousin who's also he was raised in the church too but he has nothing like he doesn't really care he's very ambivalent about the church and then um because to him, it's like, if I give them, you know, credence or anything, then they, they have more power. And I'm just like, but then there's also like people that are like, like, you know, like us that are the need to hear, you know, and like, um, I, I whatever, it, 
people cope how they want to, you know, and um, that's totally fine and valid. But like, for me, I have to do something. I have to do act. That's partially why I ended up, you know, starting this podcast, but also listening to other pop podcasts, like Not So Molly Mormon and Mormon Stories and all those other podcasts and like starting to actually understand what was going on and like deconstructing my myself my faith and you know and um i uh you know they did didn't they like they re went back on that they're like oh we didn't really mean that sky daddy didn't mean it you know like we did you know like um he actually he said it's fine it's fine yeah he was just (laughs) kidding he was just testing whatever it's fine um but the that's when i actually put in my resignation and i like i had no bumps in the road and i just like like I literally got my an email like two months later um, and it was, I, but then I was also in like a very toxic relationship with my ex, you know, my boyfriend at the time, but like, and then we went in through like this horrible breakup. So I kind of like just forgot all about like the resignation and everything. And it just, um, and then I like had to cope with the, you know, heartbreak and everything. But then I was like, that got put up on the back burner, but then it came back again once I like healed and from the the breakup and everything. And I was just like, um, and I feel like it was just kind of like, I didn't really get to even like celebrate it, you know, because I was just like, I don't know. But um, my, my point in telling you all that is like your situation is like, it's just continuing the, the cycle of abuse. Like I feel like it, like it just is another example of how their um, women are treated as lesser in the church because you're like you said you your ceiling to the, your ex husband is still like still recognized in the church you know yeah. and they so he's he's in a polygamous relationship um, essentially by his belief and he gets to have that power over you and also the church gets to have that power over you and say, by saying oh your resignation is denied and that's fucked up it's just completely it's abusive it's um they shouldn't be allowed that power and also i think um my other point was that i was like resigning because i didn't want to be associated like you brought up that too like you yeah. just didn't want to be associated and have your name associated with that anymore. Like I have, I had a conversation with a coworker yesterday where I was just like went off on like the, on Mormonism because it just kind of happened. Like she just brought it, she brought it up. Yeah. She brought it up somehow. Like we were talking about religion, but then like Mormons got brought in somehow. I maybe maybe I brought it up. I don't know, but I just started going off and her jaw was dropping. And I was just like, you're like, years ago all through the navy like i was kind of ashamed to like talk about like i was raised mormon yeah. you know because it was like it's always like a, a buzz kill you know when you're talking to people like yeah. it's it's like or like a big like, joke oh, like oh where's all your wives uh, yeah and it's like i've because i brought it up before and people are just like oh like it just like no it's a conversation ender like nobody i think also because like nobody knows very much about the Mormon church too. Yeah. And they don't know, like what they do know is really weird. And like, obviously like, but they don't know even know the half of it, you know, they just know the tip <laughs> of the iceberg <laughs> apparently. But like, I, and like even members don't even know, like, as we've discovered, like they don't even know the full truth. And um, that's why we are out here, you know, talking about this, but like, I, um, I just, 
the the Jake like just a few years ago wouldn't have had that conversation with the coworker and been like, you know, they're they're fucked up. Like honestly, like they're just like this is why there's these are just a few of the reasons. Like I just listed off like the they're being a corporation and like I told them the example that you gave me of like how why they build temples and like uh not even I didn't even go into Joseph Smith. I didn't even have to. And I but I to, I, <laughs> I started talking about like how they interview children and like it's just a grown ass man who you don't know and the parents are never there and it's the kids, the kid like talking and they ask sexual questions and like they're asking women sexual questions and they're victimizing women in their interviews and um but the men are like set free, set scot free, you know? And I um just being associated with that, that's that's why we resign. Like that's that's a, yeah. why a lot of us resign is because we just don't want to be associated with it anymore. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I went off on a <laughs> No, that's good. No, it's completely reiterates what I mean. Like it's 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 so abusive. It's so abusive. It's the whole, you know well, you can't fire us. We're going to terminate you. Or I don't even know. Like, it's just. Yeah. It's yeah, like, I, you can't quit. We fire, we're going to fire you. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No, you're good. <laughs> it's, it's Saturday. You don't have to think. <laughs> it's been a day. Um, and it's. Plus it's and, been, a, I mean, yeah, oh. you're good. <laughs> Fighting with a small version of myself. Oh, I'm like, just if you don't want your nap, I'll have it. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> oh, and and listeners, um, Dusty, right before we started talking today, she's like, I'm opening a juice box, and I was like, quotations, air quotes, juice box. I was thinking, <laughs> like, oh, some rum again, huh? <laughs> like that's what I was going at. <laughs> <laughs> <I should have. laughs> My aunt sent me a video of somebody taking like those Capri Suns. And they like slice the top open and add rum and then seal them back with like a hair straightener. And I was like, this is genius. <laughs> oh, what? Uh, <laughs> I've <really> seen, <laughs> have you seen those people that like, um, they'll clean out like a Hershey's chocolate can, like those bottles and, oh, or yeah. like a like sunscreen bottles and stuff. They'll like clean yeah. those out and put like, put liquor in it. And like, that's brilliant. That. Yeah, <laughs> Anyway, we digress. Um, we <laughs> because if we don't stop and laugh about something, we'll just start crying, and this will just right. be a podcast of us just both. <laughs> yeah, no, right? I mean, I've already cried, and it was like five minutes in. Thanks, Dusty. Sorry. But no, it's fine. I mean, I... Katie, I'm just like the cry maker or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but no, what yeah. you like? So, um. Let's see where we were going. I so it's Holland's talk basically that also got that you. Was like, yeah, that was the jumping point of like, I mean, I've always kind of just avoided thinking about it because it's painful. And mm-hmm. then after trying to read that, it just brought up all of those things that I've kind of just been putting in the back of my closet and ignoring. It yeah, it just brought it all up. Like I just started getting angrier and angrier and angrier, and I was like, I cannot stand for this anymore i just can't i can't so well and to like um like you were saying you brought up your how you're looking at your family like um 
like you're looking at your wedding photos with your now husband and you're um, thinking about your family now and how you don't believe any of what you used to believe. And right. you should be allowed to have that, um, have that authority to, um, to change your direction. Like you should not be, this is holding you back, but it's also um, you thinking about your kids, like how this, like all these decisions you're making for your family now and how that's impacting them. You know, even if you're like ambivalent about like, that seems to be a buzzword for me today. Um, even if you're like, like just like for me, like the church was just kind of like, I never, I mean, I just had a conversation with my dad where he was saying that I was mad at the church for the wrong reasons. And I was like, what's, what the fuck are the right reasons? You know, like, I don't even, um, and I'm just like, I'm not, I am enraged. Like the more, but it's not even like when I actually did my resignation and like actually decided to leave the church, I wasn't mad. I was more hurt. I think I wasn't, I was more just like, you know, I, I can't, be here anymore it doesn't fit with who I am anymore and who I want to be and so I need to leave and it wasn't like the thought of resignation never really crossed my mind until much later and then but people say that like oh you're just you got offended and there's a reason why you left the church you know like you just yeah like when I told my sister right she was like well I hope this one of my sisters um, she said, I hope that this allows you to stop being angry and move on and find actual joy in your life. And I was like, bitch, please. <laughs> like, you have, she has no concept. We are, we're 10 years apart. She has no idea. She was a child, a small child when I was dealing with my divorce. She doesn't know mm-hmm. what I went through. She doesn't have an inkling of the abuse that I suffered so first of all she can't she doesn't have a right to say that but also I'm not angry at the church the doctrine is a bunch of crap yeah you know they are corrupt and so that does enrage me that they have corrupt practices but the church itself like I don't it's not like I'm gonna walk three blocks and burn a chapel down like I don't care right you know it just her saying that just made me like how dare you (laughs) (laughs) and go find real joy. Like I don't have joy in my life right now. Like, I don't know. And then my other sister was like, well, at least you're not going vegan. So (laughs) (laughs) there's worse things you could do. (laughs) There's worse things you could do with your life. (laughs) She's like, thank God. I thought you were going to tell us you were vegan. Yeah, She was really, she was like, I was really concerned. (laughs) yoga teacher thing and I was like oh I don't know she's gonna turn weird <laughs> <laughs> no offense to vegan listeners but no, no we, <laughs> love vegans. we absolutely love vegans just when you grow up on a ranch and you have cattle and it's kind of how you live <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry I love you all I love everyone <laughs> well it's funny because um my so my uh my parents they they have horses and they push cattle all the time that's exactly like what they're doing right now but the um and the cattle are owned by my uncle who has a ranch and lately they've been very like, you know, pushing like beef, 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 which I get it. I, you know, beef is great, but like, I've been like on this diet, this is a direct digression. Sorry, listeners. Um, sorry, not sorry. You're here. Um, you can skip. Um, I, <laughs> 
I've been doing this diet where I, I eat like turkey and like shrimp <laughs> and um <laughs> and I <laughs> and I yes and I mostly I, I usually pay for it, but um I <laughs> turkey and shrimp is basically and like salmon, you know, like anything anything but beef really, like red meat, like I don't I was staying away from it like pretty much for like the last two years and um I told my mom like that I was making like turkey, like a ground turkey something and spaghetti. And she was like, uh, well, I guess turkey farmers need help too. And I was just like, um, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay. Like I get it. But like, just cause I'm not eating beef doesn't mean I hate the beef community. <laughs> like the, the beef ranchers and stuff. I just, it's not just like, it kind of goes with what we're talking about. Yeah. It's, the church, just, say, just it's because we like don't, yeah, just because we don't like the church, like we just because we aren't partaking in the church and we're not a part of it, doesn't mean we hate the people that are enjoying that, you know. Like uh-huh. if it works for them, it works for them. That's yeah, fine. Like we were saying before we started recording, like I've gotten messages from friends who are LDS. Like I had to put a disclaimer on my Instagram that I'm in mad. So mm-hmm. if you don't want to see mean things about the church, maybe stay away from my Instagram for a while. And I've had a few friends reach out and say, like, can we still be friends? I still like you, even if you're mad at the church. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> like, oh. but, yeah. for, but I have put, like, I don't very often, but I have shared, like, random memes and stuff. And I'll mm-hmm. have LDS friend, friends that'll, like, do the laughing face response. And then they'll be like, well, actually. And I'm like, no, oh. well, actually. Me. Like, <laughs> If you don't like it, just leave it. And also, like, you don't have to comment. You don't have to comment. Like, you can just, and if it's on your story, like, I always get, um, like, my story, if you follow my private Instagram, like, my story is, like, constantly memes, and, like, I just, not all of them are serious. They're just things I find are funny, you know? Like, I'm just like, ha, that's a good one. Giggle for five minutes, yeah. 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 But, like, you can, (laughs) if you're offended by it, you can just skip, doop, doop, doop. But I've had like messages where people like do that thing, same thing to me, like, well, actually, and I'm just like, well, actually, you can fuck right off. So that's there's that, and you can just stick that in your pocket. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, I probably shouldn't. Yeah. Even, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a specific guy that I'm thinking about that always has something to say, especially when yeah. I post something about music, and I'm just like. Of course, of course, you've heard that whole album before, and of course, you've seen them live in concert, and of course, yeah, you've got to tell me all about it. Thank you. That's wait, that's cool. me we were talking about? No, no. <laughs> See, I don't mind yours because those are like little bomb drops. I'm like, oh. oh also, yeah. I do have a moment where I'm like, this bitch. Of course, she saw. You know, of course, she shared a drink with Lizzie Hill. You know, and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> but then, like this guy, he's always like, oh well. I heard the Judds in, oh, I'm just giving it right away, but he's going to know because he, he does listen. But he's like, <laughs> also, love you, but. <laughs> you can always edit this out, too. <laughs> it's true. We're venting. We're venting. That's a, we are. So fine. this episode, just so you all know, this was like a, um, do we want to just have a vent sesh on Skype or do we want to like record it and let people know? And I asked Dusty, I was like, it's up to you. Like, if you want this out there and she's like a hundred percent, I want this out there. I want people yeah. to know what's going on and the rage that is. And 
the fucked up shit that the church like the fact that they deny it, let's get we can get back to it. <laughs> but like this is also a venting sesh so like we are going to have digressions <laughs> yeah. because that's how we roll <laughs> yeah if this is your first time sorry yeah not sorry <laughs> sorry not sorry uh welcome to the podcast and i also sip tea very loudly in your ear it's fine we're really professional <laughs> but also the tea is piping hot so that's what we're doing here tonight today tonight today it's still today yeah <laughs> uh, so um you had sent your resignation it feels like forever ago and then we oh, were like um i so i can remember when you so with the holland talk i sent it to you and you you videoed me like in response yeah. and you were crying and then you made me cry, which was another thing. And then, um, can we just discuss that? <laughs> like the worst? I'm sorry. No, it was fine. It was perfect. Cause uh. I, I think we were both in our feelings, obviously for good reason, but like, um, yeah. uh, we were both trying to process what, and I had just dropped a bomb on you, you know? And so like, it, I was, I was glad that you were willing to share that with me and be, you know, just like vulnerable also. And just, um, and like, it takes a lot to like, I mean, we've never met in person, but we've, at that point, we, the obsession was real already, but like, we were just like, (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) but then we like, I don't know. Um, when I, I was just like, because you would also message me, was it that time or was it later when you were like, I got to tell my parents? And you yeah, would also thing, message yeah. me crying, saying, you got to, I just got to tell my parents like that this is, I'm done. And that was, that was huge. And you've also got me thinking that I need to, just, you got me going. And you were talking, weren't you talking, you were telling on, uh, to, you were talking to Katie and Sarah about that, yeah. like how they, um, you told your parents and then there was, everything was fine. Your mom was a little weird about it. Your dad was like, okay, cool. And you actually gotten yeah. closer with him. Yeah. And then Katie had her own experience too. And then I'm just like sitting here thinking like, maybe I feel like the universe is telling me that I need to tell my parents. And I think <laughs> that they know, like, I'm, I know they know that I've don't go to church obviously because I've had conversation with my dad, but like, um, they don't know that. I don't think they know that I res- resigned, but like, I feel like, for the for the longest time, I was like, "Do they need? They don't need to know." Like, I feel like it would hurt them more than me coming out as gay, you know? Like, yeah, oh for just, sure, because now this is something that you're like blatantly putting back in their face, being like, "I do not accept this." Yeah. So, and I think they can, they would accept, they can accept being gay, but like, as long as I'm part of the church still, and I, I've kept my, you know, I'm still there's still hope, you know, in their mind. And I, um, but I think if, if I, if, and when I do tell them, I just, for the longest time I was like, I don't want to hurt them needlessly, you know, and be like, you know, I, uh, they've had health scares this year, my mom, um, especially. And I just, they're, they're they're reaching an age where it's just like, okay. It's really sad though. Cause my mom like kind of talks like in a doomsday, like a very like, her and her days are numbered kind of thing like and but then she also talks in like a our days are numbered like that doomsday mentality that the church puts on you and 
um, I think she's um, definitely, she's been feeling that. And I, I can understand it because she did have a, I mean, very near death experience this earlier this year. And um, I, but at the same time, I'm just like, can't you, the fact that you're still alive, like you wouldn't like you're retired, you should be like enjoying life. And I think she does for the most part, but I think there's still that just part that makes me sad. And I just, um, but like, this is more of that abuse that the church puts on you as far as like, Oh, well, you know, Christ is coming soon. So we got to be like acting right. And it's that fear, you know, that they put on you as well. Like, um, all my life, like, and then I, I remember my grandma, my mom's on my mom's side passed away, like when I was a senior in high school and my mom had said like, well, in her patriarchal blessing, it said that she would live to see the ushering in of the, of the millet of the second coming. And I was just like, frightened like I'm just like oh shit she just died you know like (laughs) shit's gonna get real and then 9-11 happened you know and I was just like oh yeah oh all right yeah so the so like you you can put those things together and the way things are now like I'm just like oh shit's getting really bad but like um sorry I just I don't know where I'm I just the reasons why I've I've come up with more excuses not to tell them than, and it just feels like coming out to them again, which is not something I want to do, but I think it's becoming necessary now. So. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's, it's traumatic. Like if, unless your family like bakes you a cake and blows up balloons for your coming out, it can be very traumatic. Mm-hmm. And so to go through that a second, like who would want to do that a second time? nobody no no no. (laughs) you know (laughs) so I don't I don't blame you at all I the only reason I spoke to my parents about it is because there's been this so they moved to a different province than where I live right now Mm -hmm. and um I don't travel well like I as everybody under the sun knows I have really bad anxiety and OCD and so going out of my kind of normal routine and doing things like that is really difficult, especially with small children. Mm-hmm. Um, and the summer has been great. Like we bought a house in June. So the summer has been insane. We've been trying to, you know, get our house together, new bills, figuring that sort of thing out. My husband has been crazy busy at work. Like this is the, this is probably the busiest year he's had with his company in nine years. Yeah. It seems like every time I talk to you, he's like off working. Like he's just busting his ass to to provide and do what he needs to. And that's good. But like, oh, it's hard to. Like, I I don't know how he, the thing is he likes his job. So that helps a lot. If he didn't like his job, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be where he is. But yeah, so it's just been crazy. And there, we were supposed to go out to my parents, but then there was that big fire that happened. And I just didn't feel comfortable traveling. Mm-hmm. And with COVID and everything, I was like, it just, I just am not, I can't, you know. So we didn't go see them. And then there was this big rumor that started because half my family is LDS, half my family, like my extended family has left. And somebody said something about how the reason I didn't want to go see my parents is because they won't welcome me because I'm not in the church. And I was like, what? <laughs> that makes no sense. Like my parents... My dad's best friend while we were growing up smoked probably three packs a day. Like, I don't, he's not a judgmental person. He would never cut somebody out of his life because of that. That's just, it was just weird to me. 
Mm. And so I felt like that had just happened. And then I'd talk to you and it was just this accumulation of all this crap that we needed to actually address rather than throw under the rug like my family normally does. <laughs> and so I needed, like I needed to speak to them and I needed to say the reason we've come, haven't come out isn't, has nothing to do with church stuff. Number one. And number two, I'm leaving the church. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No. And I, it's under like I, I feel like that's kind of what's happening with my family too is like stuff's just kind of building up and they yeah. um like I did go on a vacation with them to Florida this year and I just I know that oh and they pray over air oh my god they pray over everything which is fine like do they pray in restaurants no they don't go oh. that far which is okay. great like um not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's just always, I always felt so uncomfortable when people would be like, we need to pray over our meal. And I'm like, please just, can we eat? Yeah. <laughs> well, and um, I can remember doing that on my mission, but we would do it like a silent, like you would be in, um, like out in public and you would like just lower your head and pray real quick and then you would eat. Like, yeah, like that. Fine. That's absolutely, I have no, whatever, I've seen multiple different types of religions do their own little thing, but like, we all need to bow our heads and Father's going to say the blessing at the head of the, like, oh, oh God, yeah, not in, yeah, not in the public, but um, like, uh, I've told you this before, and maybe I've said it on the podcast before, but like, um, I was visiting and my little sister and I were about to eat a sandwich and like I was straight up like maybe five, six bites in like halfway through the sandwich already. And my dad, because he was done with like fixing his sandwich, he sat down and he's like, okay, let's, let's pray. And I'm like, uh, what? I'm not going to like, what about this other stuff that's in my belly? It's not going to be played. not going to be blessed. So open like, your mouth. Open your mouth to the and go into your tummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, but like uh, on this trip to uh, Florida with them, they would pray like because um, we had like a kitchenette in the in the hotels and stuff that we stayed at. It was a resort that we were staying at, and so like yeah. it was a little bit more of an extended stay type thing. And we um, so we'd gotten groceries and everything, so we would make a lot of meals at the hotel, which was great. It was cheaper, it was nice, but like it was always like let's have a prayer before you know, and a pray as a a whole tribe of us you know like my sister and her kids and my i'm just like uh and they would gather everybody to do it you know like and i just um but and i i'm respectful but i'm just like i just stand you know i just kind of like i don't there's times where i just like bow my head but i don't even close my eyes because i'm just like i don't eh, you know but um more power to that's, you, like, that's... Yeah, that's, like, another level of control of the fact that we, like, we have to bow our head, fold our arms, and close our eyes. That's... Yeah. That right there, I'm just, like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. And it has to be led by... The, the dad has to call on somebody to, to pray, or he prays, or, you know, like, it's... Um, and I never get called on, which I'm not supposed to pray, because I'm, you know, a sinner. So... It doesn't, which that doesn't make sense to me. Like, why would, okay, why would you? <laughs> when okay. I would go home, when I was like living my life, <laughs> my dad would <laughs> always ask me to pray, always, every oh. single time. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, 
okay so that's a little like um what is the word like an irony i guess but you might be able to think of the word but it's like uh so they tell you to pray you know at but like but oh you can't pray in front of people you can't pray in church like in sacrament meeting can't talk in sacrament meeting can't take the sacrament but we want you to like but you should pray because you're a sinner like okay but wait wait so because i'm not doing what you want me to do i can't pray in front of the congregation but you want me to go pray like so which like i can pray for show i can't pray for show which is fine but it also isn't fine because like what make you're making me like i have to be worthy to pray in front of the congregation like that doesn't yeah. that doesn't make that sense public but, shaming again. yeah yeah oh there's this uh, quote from our favorite uh, Jeffrey R. Holland that is like what? going that's <laughs> that's been kind of making the rounds again. Like it's just kind of um, you probably you might know which one I'm talking about, but that's from the temp. Uh, he was at the Tempe. He was in Tempe, Arizona, in 2016, and he said. He said, uh, don't you dare bail. I am so furious with people who leave this church. I don't know whether furious is a good apostolic word, but I am. What on earth kind of convic conviction is that? And it's a, yeah, it's, and I've listened, somebody posted on their story, like the the actual recording of it. And the, the people, like when he says, I don't know whether furious is a good apostolic word, he kind of pauses and there's laughter like the 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 people are laughing about this and i'm just like like when i heard that i just like i kind of i got this sick feeling in my stomach of just like he's not joking like there's it's not what is funny about this like yeah. and it just felt gross to me like it just felt weird like why are they laughing like and it's also just like let's just <laughs> you know like it's like let's laugh at the you know, he's a po an apostle, so of course they're just going to, whatever, like, um, they pray, you know, praise to the man, you know, but, like, I just, oh, it was disgusting to me that they were laughing. Yeah. And that, about this this horrible quote, like, this horrible thing that he's saying, like, conviction, like, like it just goes that, that perpetuates that idea that, like, um like lazy learners you know yes, like, i was just gonna say that it's yeah a, like you're leaving because you don't know like you didn't you didn't take the time to read and pray and do all this you lacked the faith and you're angry or you're offended you know they're like yeah. pointing the finger at the person who's leaving and not really asking so the, the church leaders know why people are leaving they know but like yeah the the regular everyday mormon doesn't they don't really know like they just think that because they're being fed this idea from leaders that like that it's you know laziness or anger or offense you know or like the wrong reasons like my dad said you know like you're yeah. you're angry at the church for the wrong reasons and um like it's all coming together where it's just like i don't what are the right reasons for one like i've said before but like um of course they're gonna like they just don't know why we're le like they think that they're not making changes and asking why we're leaving like the regular mormon member doesn't ask well what why did you leave like they're not yeah they're not they're just saying oh well you just you had to be like you just lacked faith you know yeah, like they're 100%. Just you didn't pray regurgitating enough. that yeah, yeah. Those seminary answers that we just all spewed out because yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it infuriates me. And I hate being told that as if I didn't put my heart, as if I didn't want it to be true or something. Like, yeah. And they, they also make it sound like it's the easy way out. Like it's the, um, like you took the easy way and uh, it's not fucking no. easy. Like it's a lot. And it's just like, I, I mean, obviously like, coming out as you know as gay like it's just like they think that the, oh well you chose that and you Ugh. like it's just kind of the parallels on that is like I wanted to be straight like I wanted just like I wanted like it, my life would probably have been so much easier as a straight guy go, being raised straight white male in the church like yeah. <laughs> golden ticket like I, <laughs> you know Absolutely. so like yeah. um I My husband have... has even joked about that. Like, if the boys did join the church, they'd be straight to the top because they're white, blonde, blue-eyed, perfect little. And I was like, yeah. easy there, easy there. Yeah. They would. <laughs> <laughs> he is jerk, yeah. so you know, calm down. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, like your German showing a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> Rain it in. <laughs> Rain it in. <laughs> we don't. We don't talk like that anymore. No, nope, we don't. No. That's not a. That's not okay. Nineteen forty two call. Nineteen forty two call. So, man. Oh, so this is another digression. But like, I just. Okay, so Texas, lovely Texas, that beautiful, gorgeous state. The you know, everybody loves. Um, <laughs> I got the worst sunburn of my life and still carry scars from. But yes. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. shit. Well, Texas fucking sucks. But, like, the... <laughs> <laughs> I, I read this thing where they... Just thinking of, like, Nazis, but... Maybe, <laughs> I, shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't say this word, but... Um, I love everybody from Texas. <laughs> we let, yeah, we love... Mm, yeah, sure. Um, so... <laughs> I do love people that are there, but I don't know if I... Anyway. Um, <laughs> but I read this article about this school district in Texas that has started to... Um, there's like a bill or like a new law in Texas where they, um, if you have, it said something about like having opposing views in oh, your, um, that. in your, uh, in the, uh, accessible to the students, which is great. By and I think, I mean, I think so the intentions. If they're going to teach about the Holocaust, they have to then also teach about the opposing. The opposing view, yeah. Which is I'm like the opposing view is the Nazis and the Holocaust deniers and like uh, what like you're uh, no 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 yeah. fuck no like and uh, so that school district took it and ran with it like they're just like oh so mm. and it was really just like this quote that this lady said like where she's just like oh well if, so for example if they have a Holocaust book then they need to have books on that have an opposing view and people were just like um. I don't think that's what they mean <laughs> by that. <laughs> what they really mean is like, let's talk about slavery from the view of the African-Americans, not just, not like, and like, let's actually talk about. So I think Texas is 
like I feel like that's a little progressive for them, but at yeah, the same, but like because they've got people that are Texas people, they're gonna yeah they're, they're gonna, gonna like oh well okay. yeah let's talk about this then yeah and uh, anyway digression sorry I don't know <laughs> yeah no, that that's terrible that makes me sad. <sighs> Anyway, <laughs> it does, it does. Um, <laughs> but with your, uh, so I guess now, like now that you've got this like um, denial of your resignation, I don't, I guess, what's your, what are your thoughts for what you're going to do next? I don't, yeah, I don't even know what my next step is. I guess I, I guess I have to sit and wait for some man whom I've never met to contact me. I I don't even know. Like, I'm so... so... If they even do, though, do you think they'll, like, I'm wondering, like, they don't have any obligation to, and it's not in their best interest to reach out to you. why, Why would they? Why would they go out of their way and spend their time dealing with me? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So if I any guess, listeners have any ideas on that, <laughs> send that. Yeah. Um, but it's it's sad because it's taking, like we've talked about before, it's taking the control away from you, and that's yeah. disgusting. And I didn't even think about the fact that they have no obligation to even reach out to you until we start talking about it. But I was just like, why would they? Like if. I'm putting myself in their shoes a little bit and that like, why would, well, first of all, it's uncomfortable for them too. And not like sympathizing with them, but like, it's just like, well, yeah, it's, it's just some guy who's, you know, maybe he's a farmer or a yeah. doctor or a school teacher. And now it's his obligation to have this sitting on his desk. Like I wouldn't, as somebody who does not really like confrontation, I'd be like, oh, let's just shove that under here and not worry yeah, about that. Yeah, like, like that I sounds couldn't... like a tomorrow problem, you yeah. know, or like a yeah next year or something. We'll do it if she if she says something, you know. I don't know. Like I don't like where I don't know if like like do they I don't like do they follow up on that? Like does like the the church like the people at the headquarters fell up on their hands of it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have said that this is not, they are not touching this basically. Mm. So, and like, uh, I, I feel more angry today than I have Mm. ever felt in my entire, you know, dealing with church stuff. I've never really been angry about church. I've been annoyed. I've been frustrated. I've been even offended. But yeah. to be told that these men whom I've never met have some sort of control over my decision making, mm. I just want to scream. Yeah. I, I'm just like, when you told me about it, like, because you had joked. <laughs> At I first, did. you're I like, made a joke about they're gonna say I'm not allowed to leave. <laughs> yeah, and then the literally the next like video because you had opened it and you're like, you know, I was joking, but <laughs> I'm not allowed to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I heard that and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, and like I opened it and I literally just like I was walking up the stairs and I like just 
banged down on the stair and was just like, just let out this like infuriated like gargle sound. And my four-year-old came running. He was like, mommy, what's wrong? And I was like, well, (laughs) mommy has been involved in an organization for most of her, her entire life. And mommy wants to leave. And they said that I'm not allowed to leave. And he said, when people say they want to go or leave, we are supposed to let them go or leave. We have to stop. And I was like, you're four. (laughs) Right. Like he understands if somebody says stop, if we're tickling and he says stop, we all know we have to stop. You know, if he says, I want to go to my room and have quiet time. He is allowed to take his body and go to his room and have some quiet time with his books. He gets it at four. This organization is saying, no, sorry, we're in charge of you and we're going to control when and how you do that. Mm. Mm. So that just makes me think of consent and how it's a, um, and it just goes to like, so I think of like people like rapists, like that's their, people don't rape for um the sexual pleasure they don't it's no. for power and control it's power and control 100 percent. yep and that's exactly what this is a like just a form of that so i oh it's disgusting it i it's... but the fact that a four-year-old gets this like yeah first of all that's the cutest I mean, thing ever also... that he had those words and like yeah <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And I mean, we've obviously taught like in our home, like, you know, and my husband will even like, he'll even come up and he'll start tickling me and I'll be like, no, 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 please stop. And he always like takes his hands away and he says, oh, mommy said stop. I have to stop. Like we've always modeled that behavior. So it's not just like he's this genius baby. I mean, he is. (laughs) (laughs) Especially having sons and growing up the way I grew up. I want them to have it drilled into their brains that they are responsible for their actions. There's none of this, oh, boys will be boys bullshit in my house. Like, Mm -hmm. if you hurt somebody, you hurt somebody. It doesn't matter if they were being obnoxious or if they took your toy or whatever. We don't hurt people. We use our words and we come to some sort of agreement without physically hurting someone, Mm -hmm. you know? And I just feel like this is on a a bigger level. They're just big bullies. Oh yeah. I've said, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home and they've pushed me down in the dirt and taken my ball and said, we'll let you know when you can take your ball and go home. Oh wow. Yeah. That's exactly it. That's holy shit. All right. (laughs) There's my my mom brain for the day. (laughs) No, this is, that's really good. It's a good, um analogy for it because it's like it's exactly what it is and it's um it's they're not letting you have your ball and yeah, that's they're bullies they're just bullies at the end of the bullies. day yeah. yeah with 100 billion dollars behind them and well you need to threaten legal action and i was like that's laughable they the level of legal representation that the church has in order to be able mm-hmm. to maintain their you know, tax exemption to be able to tame their accreditation at BYU, even though they basically have, you know, segregated who can be accepted there. Mm -hmm. They have so much legal representation. There's no way I could ever 
they would just laugh. If I could file a lawsuit, and they'd be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah, plus I'm in Canada, <laughs> and they're in the States, and, like, you know, international yeah. law can get pretty complicated, so. See, and that's probably another thing that they already know, like, obviously, but they're just like, oh, well, you're you're up there. Like, we're just, meh. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. we can't. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and it's just weird to me that mm, I'm just like, why? Why would they deny? Because you did everything right. You did all the I things. Did the form. I did it exactly right. I sent it to the right office. Everything was in order. Hid my money. Tracked <laughs> <laughs> um, postage so that I could track what had arrived at their like. I did everything. I followed every step. Yeah. And that's not where I was going. I was just like, um, you did everything right. I did. And I'm just like, I'm comparing it to like, I did everything right. Like, I just like, I I did all the, I followed all the steps and I know about, like, I'm just curious, like, and they gave no reason why they didn't. Right. No. They just said one sentence. It says, yeah, it says one sentence that we are responding that we have acknowledged that this is not. Yeah. Basically. This is not our department. This is not what we're not going to do that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I left it over at my desk. So oh, you're good. Um, <laughs> I just don't under like, I can't wrap my head around why they would deny it though. Like what's the, like, and I, what do they think, get from it? I'm not yeah. tithing. I'm not, I don't have some big calling. Yeah. It's not like I, you're, and you haven't yeah. been in a long time, so it's not like yeah. they have no. There's, there's no reason for them to be denying this. Like, unless the only thing I can think of is that they are just like overwhelmed with the resignations now, so they're just like instead of they're pushing it down to the lower levels so that um, like local leaders can handle it rather than. Um, and it just, I guess maybe it just shows that they're in crisis mode a little bit, which is actually might be a good thing, actually. Yeah, like, they're just kind of like, oh, shit, people are leaving in droves. We got to, like, we can't handle it here, you know? And maybe they're just like, oh, well, that's in Canada. Maybe it, it has something to do with, like, how they deal with, like, uh, international stuff. Yeah, because too. our, so, like, when I was originally doing it, I was using something from, like, I was using through Quit Mormon. Mm-hmm. And then they said, oh, this doesn't actually work this way because you're in Canada. You need to use a different, like a different method. And so mm-hmm. I did, I don't know, maybe I should have stayed with Quit Mormon. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so did, was it was it Quit Mormon that told you not to use them or yeah. was it? Yeah, there was yeah. like a link on the website that said like Canadians or whatever. So oh, I wonder if there's somebody you can reach out to there that would be able to even like explain. Like, just tell me what happened and just be like, um, is there something, what can I do now? Like, am I supposed to just wait for these assholes to reach out to me that I don't know? And like, so um, I was also thinking about like Lindsay's episode I did with her a while ago where she was like, they were, um, they had somebody come, they had a stake president or a bishop that they didn't even know come to their house yeah. and take away their temple recommends. Like, I'm just like, so maybe yeah. it, I, it's not above them to do that. And like, and I'm just like, why, what was the reasoning? Like, 
what was their reasoning behind that too? Because it really had there was no obligation for them to do that. He had he didn't really have to do that. That was just yeah. like an extra step. So like maybe you will get a call or like some email or something from some random dude that you don't know and they're going to be like, well, we're going to take you to a council of love. Isn't that what they call them now? Love yeah. Council. Yeah. Instead of the disciplinary council. Yeah. Call it what yeah. it is, bitches. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a public trial for you to feel good about yourselves and kicking me out. Yeah. Yeah. If they even let you um, attend it, because there's been those ones where they like uh, that there, what was her name? Nat- Natasha. 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 Yeah. That. Not even allowed because she wanted her phone there. Yeah. And then um, there was another one, the, the, um, the other therapist, that what's his name? Um, mm-hmm. Is that Mark? Know, Mark. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're, we're running a professional podcast. I could probably look it up real quick. But um, <laughs> I um, he also wasn't allowed to be his two or something i don't know there was i just i don't understand so you're going to put somebody on trial basically but you can't even let them like speak (laughs) yeah and somebody asked me like well are you going to be excommunicated then like are they going to do a disciplinary council and excommunicate you and i was like well why i have done nothing to be disciplined for i'm not active i haven't been inside of a church building in years other than for like you know, wedding receptions and that type of thing. Why? Yeah, they have no ground to excommunicate yeah. you. So I mean, and, other than the fact that I'm not holding up to my temple covenants, which, okay, fine. But it, isn't it the same outcome if they kick me out or if I leave, other than the fact that it's them saying, you know, it's a PR thing for them that they got rid of a bad apple rather than I yeah. let? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it really honestly probably is what it comes down to is that it, that whole thing that we talked about where it's like, you can't quit. I'm firing you. Like yeah. we're just, we'd yeah. rather, we'd rather take the control. And, um, and also like, like you said, the church, like the big church is saying they've washed their hands of it, which is, <laughs> that's a reference to the, what's it? Judas is no, is it Judas? No. It's no, not Judas Iscariot. It's, it's the pilot. Um, pilot. Yeah. Pilot who washed his hands of yeah. Christ's crucifixion. So, like, it's. Isn't that ironic? Weird. <laughs> oh, isn't it ironic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lannis. <laughs> Speaking of, I was just like, while you. So, listeners, I'm going to be editing this out, but uh, Dusty took a little hiatus for a second to take care of a little one. Um, but the while you were, I was reading this um, article, this is a digression. Anyway, has nothing to do with any, it kind of does because we were talking about bullies, but um, Olivia Rodrigo and Alanis Morissette were on this, the cover of um, Rolling Stone. And um, Alanis is basically like praising Olivia Rodrigo. And I remember making, when Olivia came out with her, um, her album, I was like, there's definite like influences from, Alanis Morissette here and people were like oh she's so groundbreaking and I'm like I, I got a little mad because I was like Alanis did it first there's all these other artists these other female yeah. artists that have done it first like she Olivia's... gave writing credit to Paramore for um, yeah. I can't remember what that song is called but for the um good for you right yeah. and, the, and then um she gave Taylor Swift 
uh, writing credits for or like influence credits basically for some of her stuff and she's given credit and she has I think she samples Taylor Swift's one of her songs in like one of her songs anyway so she gave credit where credit is due which is great um, but I remember thinking like okay Alanis did it like let's you know but the fact that like Alanis is um, giving like praise to that and she's but the, there's this new article i don't know if it's the same article i haven't read the rolling stone article but like uh there's this thing where um alanis was saying that she was bullied by people that she used to admire and then um olivia rodrigo is going through the same thing where it's like these artists that she used to admire are mean girling her and bullying her for her success and that's but it comes back. It all comes full circle because we're talking about bullies. This is the church, and they are bullying you. They're being mean girls, basically. They are. And They're being so mean. You're not part of the plastics. <laughs> <laughs> you can't sure. sit with us. <laughs> I don't want to sit with you, first of all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this says I want a seat at this table. Like, okay. <laughs> right. When Lucy Lohan's like, no, that's really okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man. See the uh, well I I don't know. If anybody has any advice, let me know. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. I I have no idea like what to even I wish I had advice for you. I've never but I'm just here for venting, Dusty, so (laughs) what I'm gonna do is I'm going to reprint my paperwork. I'm not paying more money to have it notarized or anything because Mm -hmm. screw them. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm going to, sorry, I'm just like running up the stairs now. I'm out of breath. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like day. Oh my God. (laughs) I think I'm going to reprint it. They've given me the names of the men. I'm going to send it to their offices with a new letter that says, you have never met me. Obviously. (laughs) I want out. How yeah. do I get out? Let's get this done. And yeah. See, I don't know. Go from there, I guess. And I like that because you're taking the control back from them. You're saying, um, no, you don't get to treat me like this. We're going to do this. I don't care. Like, And we're going to do it my way. I'm not going to. That's right. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. I'm not going to let life happen to me. I, I make my life happen for me. And so. Same in this situation. I'm not going to sit and wait for things to happen to me. I'm going to make things happen. And I will right. get out. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we were saying, they fucked with the wrong bitch. <laughs> right. You got the wrong bitch. There's a song by, um, what's his name? God damn it. I shouldn't be bringing, uh, why can't I think of his name? <laughs> Todd, Todd, Todrick Hall, Todrick Hall, yeah, where he's, called, he's talking about the wrong bitch, and that's that's your theme song right now. So he's like, yeah. you got the wrong bitch, and he's <laughs> he it's from his um, album about he did like a whole Wizard of Oz thing, and he's like he dresses like the um, in drag with the it's like the um, the Wicked Witch of the West, and he's oh, cool. anyway, that's a digression, but. <laughs> They do have the wrong bitch. They messed with the wrong yeah. bitch. So well, I was very, I was very fine with stepping away quietly, not making a big scene. Um, you know, not. I don't share the memes on my personal Instagram. I mean, I only have personal Instagram, but yeah. I don't really 
you know, I I like things, but I try to be really aware of who looks at my social media platform. And I was talking to my friend today and she, I was saying that I said out of respect for my, you know, my parents and my sisters, this is kind of what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah, I get that. But when we stop doing things for other people's to save other people's feelings or to not offend other people or to make them comfortable. I think when we stop doing that, that's when we really start to grow. And that really Oh, (laughs) Archer. Um, How, like I said to her, I love my family, but I love me more. And this is for me. This is for my mental health. This is for my family. And I deserve to make this decision for myself. So Sorry, Archer was barking for a while. Um, I I heard everything, but um, so it's funny because like it's interesting how like conversations you have with other people like they all just kind of like it's like the universe just knows, you know. And I just so I was having another conversation with a different coworker. Was this yesterday? I think it was yesterday. And we were talking about like inclusivity in the workplace. And um, I'm part of a task group that's the inclusivity task group. And we're, um, my committee, my subcommittee is about the policies and um, that we have at the county that um, might be, that we can like implement to create more um, or like change what we've already got going on. We're supposed to like come up with a plan to, um, for more inclusion right. and my there's a lot of um racism in the like as far as the child protection um world you know like yeah there's the minorities thing, everywhere yeah yeah minorities are definitely a higher percentage of our clients and yeah um we have a new judge that, who is african-american and he's actually reopening a bunch of cases and um not reopen. he's all these cases are being looked at again because we they just they just fired a judge for because she uh made a racial slur and then and she's all her decisions have been very biased and uh. um so they're having to go back and do all this and which is good and um but my coworker who's also in this task group she came up to she came up to me my supervisor and she was like she's like i and she is um mixed race she's uh latina and white and italian and um she she's like she's taking like a master's in for social work and she's in one of her classes and she said that there's um one of her professors was saying like you can only make um i'm finally getting to a point sorry i had to give some background <laughs> but the um <laughs> she said that the the professor said you can only it's only when we are uncomfortable we have to get comfortable with making people uncomfortable in order for there to be growth and she yes. was like um and I, I think it just comes back to what you were saying as far as like you just have to be like take charge of your own your own narrative and um, if it makes people uncomfortable um, on your social media or whatever. And I also was having a conversation with the listener um, about how I will 
censor myself on Facebook because I have a lot of Mormon friends on there and my family's all on there and my parents especially. And so I censor myself there. And um, she's just like, I don't really care anymore. Like I just, I, I just post whatever I want. And if it's, and I've with, um, I did post something about Elder Holland's talk and that was probably the most I've ever like posted about the church on Facebook as far as like my, my feelings about it. But like, um, and I, and I've been kind of like slowly letting myself post things because I'm just like, you know what? They post stuff that makes me uncomfortable. So why do I have to, it's just like with politics too. Like I get all these like, like the, uh, Trump, like Trump publicans is what I've been, somebody was calling them. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. Um, but like, I get a lot of that on my feed and that like makes me angry too and uncomfortable. And I just, but I don't respond, but I also just like, I let them do it because it's their platform Yeah. and I could easily just delete them off my page, but I keep them on there because honestly, a little like opposing view, like we talked about with Texas, like opposing views aren't bad like that's actually how you learn and grow but like so if you are censoring yourself too but like if you're censoring others and not allowing them to share you should be allowed to but you're also allowing them that ground like you're giving them that ground to um to make you uncomfortable but you're not allowing you're not giving they're not giving you that same respect and that that um allowance to speak your mind about the church or about politics or whatever then there's um there's obviously a disconnect there and there's a reason why and maybe that should just be like okay well we're on different paths so if you've posted stuff that has offended me but i didn't say anything but you have the you have the gumption to come up to me and be like oh what you said is wrong actual actually you know that kind of thing i think that you um it's a disrespectful thing. And so like, okay, well, I've been respecting you, but you're not giving me that respect. So I guess we're done here kind of thing, you know? And so I've been trying to kind of keep that in mind. I don't, it's not like I'm going to go out and just like suddenly just post all this, you know, <laughs> by the way, I have a podcast and by the way, I have, you know, like, right, this, yeah. you know, it's not like I'm going to go out and be like that, but I'm also just like, I shouldn't have to censor myself as much as I no. have been. No, I don't think anybody we all have the right to, sorry, this scarf keeps hanging in my face. Um, we all have the right to, I had to go hide in my closet because my husband came home and the dogs went crazy. <laughs> Hang off here, Tom. Um, <laughs> um, we all have the right to our own opinions. But if those opinions are harmful or hurt people or cause people to be hurt, that's that's not a right to express. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. No, I get you. If your intentions are like, if you're in my, when I post stuff like that, it's usually to like make people aware, you know, and also yeah. to give a little bit of my opinion, but I'm also, I'm not trying to like call people out and like hurt them or anything. Oh, and I'm yeah. also just like trying to start a conversation. A lot of the times when I reach out to like uh, friends, when they post stuff like that, I'm just like, you know, like that's misinformation, like, especially about like coronavirus. Like I've talked yeah. to you about a specific friend that um, I just, um I don't it's not to and I've explained this to that friend too like I'm I'm not here to like argue I'm just trying to understand like where you're coming from with this perspective you know because because like you said like when like we've been talking like you don't grow unless you're uncomfortable you know and so I think but a lot of people aren't willing to have those conversations and so if we don't but 
because we're not willing to have those conversations, people are getting more stuck in their perspective and in what they are, what also the algorithm is like telling them to think, but also just right, like yeah. beyond that, it's also just like, they're not willing to have a more broader perspective on like, okay, well, and honestly, if you find out, so I'm also taking a research class, like a, it's a composition class, I'm taking writing a research paper and he, he talks about like, opposing views actually make your your point stronger because yeah. you're saying oh well this is and he wants you to point out the like whenever you write a research paper you have to, you have to put a point out the opposing view in order to um make your point stronger yeah or it could even like it just says like well okay it gives you more credibility for one but it also like it gives you um it says it gives your point strength in that it also says well this isn't perfect like what i'm saying isn't like perfect and but i'm and i'm going to recognize that there are benefits to the other side but you know but the other things that i've said do those that way what i'm saying like what the benefits are on this opposing view you know and so right, i yeah. um i i think that just comes down to um like respect too like you just have to yeah. and taking control of your own narrative like you were saying like you you don't let life happen to you and I also like you express yourself through I express myself through social media and yeah. I think everybody does but like that like the the opposing yeah um like I transparency number one you can have an opposing opinion but you have to be transparent is the grass really greener on the other side because it's full of bullshit or yeah. <laughs> you know it's just yeah it's Oh, well, and like with my, like you use, so I didn't start like sharing on my Instagram. That's what I was going to talk about was um, I didn't start sharing on my Instagram story until I was going through my breakup because it was really, it was the only safe place I felt um, that I could post without him encroaching on me because he had my Facebook, he had my phone number, he had, I blocked him on everything, but he was somehow getting to me still, you know? And so I was just like, the only place I could express myself was on my story. And so um, that's where that all started. And then it just like evolved into memes and whatever. But like, <laughs> that's where I feel safe to speak. And everybody should have a safe space to be able to express themselves. And if you don't feel safe, if you feel like you have to censor yourself on social media for other people's comfort, then that's, um, you're doing a disfavor to yourself and to others because, um, I did have a, like, had an uncomfortable conversation with my aunt, you know, like, she called yeah. me out on the Jeffrey Har Holland talk, and I was just like, she didn't really call me out, she was just like, well, you misunderstood him, and I was like, actually, <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, it did the actually. thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I explained to her exactly what, you know, how I felt, and like, what a like I broke it down, like, this is exactly why, what's problematic about it, like, even if his intentions like if you're giving give him that credit, his intentions were pure, whatever, which I don't think they were. Um, but I understand as a member, you you want to defend him, but like, is but your, your feelings are still valid. The way he made yeah. you feel with his words, you that is valid. Yeah, 100%. and she invalidated yeah. me by saying like, oh well, that's not actually what he meant. And it's like, mm, okay, so this is why I censor myself on social media especially Facebook because I you guys aren't validating my feelings and it's not like I need to be validated all the time but it's like I just if you're 
like I, I go out of my way to be like, okay, I understand your perspective, but have you thought about this? You know, and I, um, it's exhausting, but like, I just, I try to, like, I've had to make, take a, I've (laughs) had to take a mental break from that because it's just like, it gets, it wears on you to like constantly be like, well, have you thought about this? You know, like, this is my perspective on that. And like the whole thing, uh, one, of the, one of the things that's been bugging me is this coronavirus being treated like it's the Holocaust and like the Nazis and like the mandates are like Nazis and we're giving up our freedoms. And I'm just like, okay. I And then people praising the Southwest Airlines for protesting. And I'm just like, and there's this other thing where they're saying like, what if all these, um, what if the, what if everybody did that at once? What if the truckers protest and they stopped running and like, okay, we're headed for an economic collapse and you guys want that. And that's not good. Like the fact that you aren't willing to compromise, you're praising people for not like, for not, and f- feel how you want about the vaccine. I, but like you, people are always worried about the economy. Like the, I shouldn't get political, but um, <laughs> the Trump supporters were always saying when they were when during the election like oh but he's helped the economy so much and i'm like looking at the economy now and i'm like okay the the reason why stuff's happening now is because trump supporters like yeah. we're so worried who were so worried about the economy and they're the ones that are doing the most damage to it right now like sorry anyway digression yeah. i um <laughs> you got me yeah. on my soapbox and i just ugh. But it felt good to vent. This is also a venting session. So, (laughs) and I can also edit this out if I want to, but I probably won't. (laughs) Cause we're all, we're just trying to, we're trying to burn down, burn down the patriarchy. Burn it down the patriarchy. And I just, anyway, I'm glad that we went off on a tangent on it because we've been all over the place, Holocaust. And then, like, the, yeah oh it's good though like I do I feel less rage now just talking it out and like I think I have a plan now yes and I so fully support that plan and I hope that I guess we can we can do a follow-up on that too and keep keep us posted and I know you'll keep me in the loop but I don't I can keep the listeners in the loop or whatever but it's better or if they're like that whiny Canadian just (laughs) drink her maple syrup and eat her beaver tails (laughs) Uh, beaver tail that just sounds wrong um (laughs) (laughs) you can I will not let you make that dirty Too late. It did. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> well, I can. Well, it was a pleasure having you on here. Um, Thanks. And we, even though we were talking about enraging things, but I think we were able to laugh and have some good times. But as usual. <laughs> Always. <laughs> no, thank you for letting me. Yeah vent it out at least now i am not screaming into the void (laughs) (laughs) do you have any uh do you have any last words (laughs) (laughs) whatever you're going through if it's church crap or family crap or whatever just don't don't stop fighting just get through what you're getting through take it one day at a time and know that you are 
powerful, even if you feel powerless, even if you feel controlled, even if you feel stuck, you, you're, you got this. You just have to keep fighting. Don't give up. Don't let them take your power away. Beautiful. Beautifully said. <laughs> I could not say it better. And you got me crying again. So <laughs> on that note. <laughs>